0: Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. We're continuing today in the section of Isaiah known as the Servant Songs. Now, some of these Servant Songs, like the one today, refer to Israel as the Lord's Servant or the Jewish people as the Lord's Servant. Others uh, refer to an individual who the New Testament tells us is uh, Jesus. The New Testament explains the the servant from those other assorted servant songs as being the Messiah, who we now know is Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth. So let's listen carefully now to Isaiah chapter forty one. Be silent before me you islands, let the nations renew their strength. Let them come forward and speak let us meet together at the place of judgment. Who has stirred up one from the East, calling him in righteousness to his service? He hands nations over to him, and subdues kings before him. He turns them to dust with his sword, to wind blown chaff with his bow. He pursues them and moves on unscathed, by a path his feet have not travelled before. Who has done this and carried it through? calling forth the generations from the beginning. I, the Lord, with the first of them and with the last of them, am he. The islands have seen it and fear. The ends of the earth tremble. They approach and come forward. They help each other and say to their companions, Be strong. The metal worker encourages the goldsmith, and the one who smooths with the hammer spurs on the one who strikes with the anvil. One says of the welding, it is good. The other nails down the idol so that it will not topple. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, you descendants of Abraham, my friend, I took you from the ends of the earth, from its farthest corners I called you. I said, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. All who rage against you will surely be ashamed and disgraced. Those who oppose you will be as nothing and perish. Though you search for your enemies, you will not find them. Those who wage war against you will be as nothing at all. For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. Do not be afraid, you worm Jacob, little Israel, do not fear, for I myself will help you, declares the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. See, I will make you into a threshing sledge, new and sharp, with many teeth. You will thresh the mountains and crush them. And reduce the hills to chaff. You will winnow them, the wind will pick them up, and a gale will blow them away. But you will rejoice in the Lord and glory in the Holy One of Israel. The poor and needy search for water, but there is none. Their tongues are parched with thirst. But I, the Lord, will answer them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. I will make rivers flow on barren heights and springs within the valleys. I will turn the desert into pools of water and the parched ground into springs. I will put in the desert the cedar and the acacia, the myrtle and the olive. I will set junipers in the wasteland, the fir and cypress together, so that people may see and know and may consider and understand that the hand of the Lord has done this that the Holy One of Israel has created it. Present your case, says the Lord. Set forth your arguments, says Jacob's king. Tell us, you idols, what is going to happen. Tell us what the former things were, so that we may consider them and know their final outcome. Or declare to us the things to come. Tell us what the future holds, so that we may know that you are gods. Do something, whether good or bad, so that we will be dismayed and filled with fear. But you are less than nothing, and your works are utterly worthless. Whoever chooses you is detestable. I have stirred up one from the north, and he comes, one from the rising sun who calls on my name. He treads on rulers as if they were mortar, as if he were a potter treading the clay. Who told of this from the beginning, so we could know? Or beforehand, so we could say, he was right. No one foretold of this. No one foretold it. No one heard any words from you. I was the first to tell Zion, look, here they are. I gave to Jerusalem a messenger of good news. I look, but there is no one. No one among the gods to give counsel. No one to give answer when I ask them. See, they are all false. Their deeds amount to nothing. Their images are but wind and confusion. Now we have a, a number of references within this chapter to prophetic events that would occur in the future from the time of Isaiah's writing. It says, Be silent to me, you islands. Let the nations renew their strength. The reference to islands is all the distant lands beyond the surrounding countries um, from the Middle East going outward. So here I am in the USA, and this would have been uh, one of the distant islands. So then we have a prophecy about um, a man from the east. Uh, Verse 2, who is stirred up one from the east, calling him in righteousness to his servant. He hands nations over to him and subdues kings before him. Now, there's some conjecture as to who this prophecy is referencing. Both Babylon and Persia were east of Jerusalem. Babylon was primarily east. Persia was more northeast. But this could be referencing either uh, the rise of Nebuchadnezzar or later the rise of Cyrus, neither of which had occurred at the time of this writing. They were both in the distant future. So neither Babylon nor Persia, um, both being east of Jerusalem, were world powers at the time of this prophecy. And yet the Lord is prophesying that he's going to raise up one from the east who would subdue nations, plural, and subdue kings, again plural, before him. And then we go to Israel, and Israel is portrayed as the Lord's servant. Remember, again, this section of Isaiah is known as the Servant Songs, And some of them are clearly about Israel, and then some of them are referencing an individual who the New Testament reveals is the Messiah. But here we have in verse 8, But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, you descendants of Abraham, my friend, I took you from the ends of the earth, from its farthest corners. I called you and I said, You are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So the Lord affirms that Israel is his chosen. He says, I have chosen you. I have not rejected you. That continues to this day. They are indeed still the chosen people of God. By sovereign election, the Lord chose Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and their descendants, extending on down to those who remain with us on the planet to this very day. So based on that, Israel should not be afraid. I might add that this is the Israel whose hearts are turned towards Yahweh, their God. But verse 13, for I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. Do not be afraid, you worm, Jacob, little Israel. Do not fear, for I myself will help you, declares the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. So three times uh, the Lord affirms his commitment to Israel and tells them not to be afraid. Next, a little passage um, about a supernatural sign. There's going to be a drought, and the Lord is going to remedy the drought This will be a supernatural sign to Israel that um, uh, the future is being revealed here. We don't know if that occurred in Isaiah's time or shortly thereafter, or if this is a spiritual prophecy. But next, within this chapter, the Lord challenges the false gods to predict the future. He says, present your case, says the Lord. Set forth your arguments, says Jacob's king. Tell us, you idols, what is going to happen? tell us what the former things were so that we may consider them and know their final outcome verse 24 but you are less than nothing and your works are utterly worthless whoever chooses you is detestable and so the the implication here is yahweh is saying the false gods cannot know the future the false gods cannot reveal the future the false gods are less than detestable. They're utterly worthless and nothing. And anybody who chooses them is detestable. And So um, a close rebuke over every other religion outside of the worship of the one true God. Once again, the Lord um, predicts a powerful ruler that will rise up in the future. And uh, this time it is from the north and it is probably the ruler of Persia that is to come. Verse 25, I have stirred up one from the north, and he comes, one from the rising sun who calls on my name. He treads on rulers as if they were mortar, as if he were a potter treading the city. So if indeed this is um, uh, a prophetic reference to Persia, it was again um, some 200 years after the time of Isaiah that this would be fulfilled. This chapter concludes with a declaration saying that Uh, Once again, nobody but God knows the future. Nobody but Yahweh. Verse 26. Who told of this from the beginning so we could know? Or beforehand so we could say he was right? No one told of this. No one foretold it. No one heard any words from you. I was the first to tell Zion. Look, here they are. I gave to Jerusalem a messenger of good news. I look, but there's no one. No one among the gods to give counsel, no one to give an answer when I ask them. See they are all false. And so the Lord declares his preeminence, both within time and outside of time. The Lord um, says that all other deities are less than less than being worthy of our contempt. They are totally worthless. And so Lord, we recognize that you and you alone know the future. We also recognize from this chapter that Israel was chosen as your servant. May they indeed fulfill their prophetic calling and be the servant of the living God. May this generation of the Jews on planet Earth turn to their God like never before. May they awaken to the reality of who you are and what you've done for them. May they recognize your son Jesus, the Messiah of Israel and the Savior of the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.